Welcome back to our evenings of Listen, TGN Daily's teaching ministry through day and night meditation on the Word of God, where we hear it spoken repeatedly and through several translations, giving exhortation by the Spirit of God as it is received. I'm LaToya, your TGN Daily collaborator, and last month we took the time to meditate on chapters 11 and 12 of Hebrews. Today we're moving forward forward with all that the Lord has prepared us with to listen and hear what he has for us today in chapter 13. Father God, I'm so struck by some words in the verses that we meditated upon this morning about how the day is drawing nearer and nearer, that your salvation, that Jesus Christ Our returning king is drawing nearer and nearer. Just think, these words were written so long ago, yet that was the perspective. That was the expectation. That was the truth. How much more so today? So, Father God, I'm asking for fresh ears to hear, eyes to see, hearts to receive and understand what you are speaking to us through your scripture for today, for tomorrow, for the year ahead, God, and for the return of our Savior, our King, your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for this time to meditate upon your word, to seek you through your word. May it all be done in you, with you, for you, unto you, and not ever without you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're actually going to split this chapter up into three sessions. So we'll have a morning and evening session in Hebrews 13 tomorrow, reading the full chapter each time in different translations, and then focusing specifically on a few verses. Hebrews is written through an unnamed saint to the saints needing encouragement and also more edification as the Lord connects the Old Testament with Jesus and the New Covenant. As God continues to teach, correct, and help us through the scripture within this book or letter today. Beloved, I'm hearing in the spirit from the Lord that this time in his word where he's had us, where he has us today is preparation, not just for today, but for the year ahead. So keep that in mind as you hear our Lord speak. And especially when he does, when it doesn't make sense to you today, Keep in mind that it can simply be because you're not yet in the moment and season that the Lord already sees, but he's so gracious and good to us that he shares so we can pray to him about it and grow in trust in him for whatever it meets in our lives as we grow closer to God, our father and in Christ Jesus. So let's get to hearing the full chapter of Hebrews 13 in the voice. So we're starting with the voice since it gives us some extra focus and prayer provoking thoughts throughout the scripture, which I will be mindful to 
uh, point out, out to you when I'm reading from the verses of the scripture and then when I'm reading from the excerpts of the voice translation. Verse one, let love continue among you. Don't forget to extend your hospitality to all, even to strangers. For as you know, some have unknowingly shown kindness to heavenly messengers in this way. Remember those imprisoned for their beliefs, as if they were their, as if you were their cellmate, and care for any who suffer harsh treatment, as you are all one body. Hold marriage in high esteem, all of you, and keep the marriage bed pure because God will judge those who commit sexual sins. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because he has said, I will never leave you. I will always be by your side. Because of this promise, we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I won't be afraid of anything. How can anyone harm me? Listen to your leaders who have spoken God's word to you. Notice the fruits of their lives and mirror their faith. Jesus, the anointed one, is always the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by diverse and strange ways of believing or worshiping. It is good for the heart to be strengthened by, by grace, not by regulations about what you can eat, which do no good even for those who observe them. We approach an altar from which those who stand before the altar in the tent have no right to eat. In the past, the bodies of those animals whose blood were carried into the sanctuary by the high priest to take away sin were all burnt outside the camp. In the same way, Jesus suffered and bled outside the city walls of Jerusalem to sanctify the people. The voice writes for us after verse 12. If we are honest, we have to admit that coming to Jesus and entering into his church ruins us, at least as far as this world is concerned. If we identify with him in his suffering and rejection, we become a reproachful irritation to the powers that rule this culture. If we ever felt at home in this world, if we ever sensed that we belonged, then we would wake up one day to discover that we will never be at home again until we enter the city of God. By entering through Jesus, we become citizens of another city, subjects of another king. As long as we are here, we should live as resident aliens longing to go home. Verse 13, let's then go out to him and resolve to bear the insult and abuse that he endured. For as long as we are here, we do not live in any permanent city, but are looking for the city that is to come. Through Jesus, then, let us keep offering to God our own sacrifice, the praise of lips that confess his name without ceasing. Let's not neglect what is good and share what we have for these sacrifices also please God. Listen to your leaders and submit to their authority over the community, for they are 
on constant watch to protect your souls and someday they must give an account. Give them reason to be joyful and not to regret their duty for that will be of no good to you. Pray for us for we have no doubt that our consciences are clean and that we seek to live honestly in all things. But please pray for me that I may be restored to you even more quickly. Now may the God of peace who brought the great shepherd of the sheep, our Lord Jesus Christ, back from the dead through the blood of the new everlasting covenant, perfect you in every good work as you work God's will. May God do in you only those things that are pleasing in his sight through Jesus, the anointed, our liberating king, to whom we give glory always and forever. Amen. Please, brothers and sisters, pay attention to this word of exhortation, for I have written only a few words to you. I want to tell you that our brother Timothy has been set free, and if he arrives soon, he will come with me when I see you next. Give my greetings to your leaders and to all of God's people. Those of Italy greet you. May grace always be with you. Now, our verses of focus or emphasis for today are the first six verses, verses one through six. I'm going to read it again out of the voice and then in three other translations for your hearing. Let love continue among you. Don't forget to extend your hospitality to all, even to strangers. For as you know, some have unknowingly shown kindness to heavenly messengers in this way. Remember those imprisoned for their belief, as if you were their cellmate, and care for any who suffer harsh treatment, as you are all one body. Hold marriage in high esteem, all of you, and keep the marriage bed pure, because God will judge those who commit sexual sins. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because he has said, I will never leave you. I will always be by your side. Because of this promise, we may boldly say, the Lord is my help. I won't be afraid of anything. How can anyone harm me? Now let's amplify these verses with the Amplified Bible. Let love of your fellow believers continue. Do not neglect to extend hospitality to strangers, especially especially among the family of believers, being friendly, cordial, and gracious sharing the comforts of your home and doing your part generously. For by this, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those who are in prison as if you were their fellow prisoner and those who are mistreated since you also are in the body and subject to physical suffering. Marriage is to be held in honor among all, that is, regarded as something of great value, 
and the marriage bed undefiled by immorality or by any sexual sin. For God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Let your character, your moral essence, your inner nature be free from the love of money. Shun greed, be financially ethical, being content with what you have. For he has said, I will never under any circumstances desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor will I in any degree leave you helpless, nor will I forsake or let you down or relax my hold on you, assuredly not. So we take comfort in our encourage and confidently say, the Lord is my helper in time of need. I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? Let's move into the New Living Translation. Keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers, for some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. Remember those in prison as if you were there yourself. Remember also those being mistreated as if you felt their pain in your own bodies. Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have, for God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? And the Good News Translation. Keep on loving one another as Christians. Remember to welcome strangers in your homes. There were some who did that and welcomed angels without knowing it. Remember those who are in prison as though you were in prison with them. Remember those who are suffering as though you are suffering as they are. Marriage is to be honored by all and husbands and wives must be faithful to each other. God will judge those who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. Let us be bold then and say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Wow. As I read the verses aloud for you, I realized that I was able to share this exact scripture with someone this morning as they shared with me how they believed they had seen God work in their lives. Remember, I don't prepare our time together by reading the scriptures. (laughs) That's why (laughs) there's so many words I can't pronounce. (laughs) I know the scripture is going to provide the truth. I don't have to review it, right? I simply have to read it and trust God to work through me however he desires. 
like this morning. So I charge you this evening to think about and pray about God working his word through you. All that you've been taking in, whether through day and night meditation with listen, um, whether you've been delighting in the word with me, the the teaching of the word through all the ministers that you trust and and are reliable to bring the truth. Ask him to show you where it has shined in opportunities he has given you with others and even just for yourself, right? Sometimes the scripture is just necessary in moments to encourage ourselves and to strengthen us and to actually experience the power of the word to do so. And beloved, join me in asking for more of these opportunities as he continues to work his powerful word in our hearts, in our minds, in our actions, in our lives for his purposes, for his kingdom and his glory. If you would like to hear this chapter in the voice translation again, just simply go to the top of our time together or go to BibleGateway.com and read it out loud for yourself. May you be blessed with the power of our God's word.